A professor of international law says Labour leader Chris Hipkins has missed the boat in calling for an immediate ceasefire in the Israeli-Gaza conflict. Mr Hipkins made the call yesterday saying the violence and killing has to stop. He stressed he'd spoken as the leader of the Labour Party, not as the caretaker Prime Minister. But questions are being raised about the appropriateness of his comments. University of Waikato International Law Professor Dr Al Gillespie joins me now. Kia ora. is Chris Hipkins out of line in making these calls as Labour leader? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, he shouldn't be making significant and potentially controversial statements as the caretaker Prime Minister. These things should have been worked out in conjunction with the next government that's coming into power. In principle, ethically, I completely agree with him, but he has overstepped the mark on this point, and it's just a paper wall to say that he was speaking as the Labour leader as opposed to them. Do you think this could create problems for the incoming government? Yes, it, it, it could, because you have a lot of debate right now, and much of it's semantic about whether you're calling for a, a pause, a ceasefire, or a truce. And it's controversial in other countries like Australia. What Mr Hipkins should have done was focused on the Security Council, where we finally have a resolution which does call for extended humanitarian pauses and humanitarian corridors. To support this would have been consistent with our policies so far. Looking at the international market, could Chris Hipkins making a statement like this be confusing as to what people think New Zealand's stance is in this conflict? Yes, it will add to the confusion because you want these kinds of statements to be consistent with the caretaker government and the incoming government. And at the moment, there doesn't seem to be a complete cohesion between the two of them. And so there will be confusion, which will not be helpful. What we need to be focusing on is the humanitarian situation, what the Security Council has agreed, and ensuring that our voice adds towards a process whereby international humanitarian law can be followed. The next step is not to debate about ceasefires, but to make sure that there is accountability for the crimes that may have been committed. This is we're five weeks into the conflict now. Is is that too long for a government or or a bipartisan agreement to stay silent? It is driving many people mad right now. How long this has taken, and I think it is not good process to take this long, but. At the same time, we have the caretaker convention which governs these situations. And so even though we may disagree with how long it takes, we should still abide by the rules that significant and potentially controversial statements of major events should be deferred. Do you think that if if they are able to come to an agreement that, that they should make a statement as per our foreign policy arrangements of, of yeah. bipartisan... Yeah, absolutely. And and this is where we should be speaking with a much clearer voice because now people will focus on the division between what Mr Hipkins said and what Mr Luxon's coalition government may want. But we should be speaking strongly in support of what the Security Council has mandated last week. It took a long time to get there. There may be differences around languages between the pause, the ceasefire and the truce, but the merits of what they've asked for, for the extended humanitarian pauses and the corridors, and respect for international humanitarian law is where we should be throwing our voice right now, that we can have accountability for the crimes that may have been committed. Is that what you're saying needs to, to happen if Israel doesn't do anything? What if nothing changes? I think it's 
likely that even though we've finally got the resolution, despite the American veto, where they abstained, and that the Security Council has words on paper, that Israel will still ignore what has happened. That's not unusual, but what we have to be thinking about is what's the next step if Israel continues to ignore the Security Council? And that may be moving towards something like sanctions, for example, or possibly some kind of UN force in the occupied territory. I think that's very, very unlikely, but we need to be thinking beyond the last five weeks. We need to be thinking about next steps going forward. Kia ora. Thank you very much for your time. That is the University of Waikato International Law Professor Dr Al Gillespie.